Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. It's time for another conversation. Welcome to Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. And we're in a space that I must tell you about. It's called the Meat Studio right here in Mandeville, Jamaica. It's a perfect space to meet for your next project. And with me in this space is a good friend of mine, Ruth Ankar, vlogger, communication specialist. How are you, Ruth Ann? I'm doing so, so well today. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And we're going to be talking about something that I have been through and Ruth Ann is currently going through it. How to successfully navigate that parent-child role shifting when it is that you're now the parent yes. and the parent is now the child. And I had my taste of that. How is that going for you, Ruthann? Listen, it's very interesting. I, I always thought of myself as this perfect mother material. I was ready always been good with kids had this down path i just needed to have a few kids and that's it perfect kids <laughs> and then god said sure let, let me let me give you a dry run how about parenting your mom and your dad for a little bit and i'm telling you there are good days and there are days where i just want to pull my hair out i'm like what is this God, I don't know what we're gonna we we we're gonna be deliberate and we're gonna start with the bad days first and then we will end with the good. Tell us a little bit about the bad. What has been the most difficult for you so far? For me, I wonder if I in Jamaica, in Jamaican part where we normally say hardiest, I okay. wonder, was I that child? Because sometimes my parents don't listen. I'll start with my dad. Last year into this year, mm -hmm. he had a terrible heart attack, you know, and he was unwell, so I went mm -hmm. overseas to, to help to take care of mm -hmm. him, mm -hmm. and I was in for the shock of my life, you know. The things that were good for him, you can't eat this, mm -hmm. this is what I'm preparing for you, this is what you can have, you can't lift it that. You'd think that, because it's a life and death situation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that my dad would listen. He didn't. He wanted to do what he needed to do, and sometimes... You know, I had to, I rarely, I rarely shout when I'm upset. But sometimes the decibel went up a little bit. Like, you're going to listen. This is what you're going to do. How did that work up? And, and let me tell you why I, I can speak also from a space of understanding. My mom died recently. But before she died, I was, you know, the main person making sure she was okay. And as somebody who is diabetic, there were some days when... You would have to insist that she needs to eat certain things. And after we're like, you know, something you don't want food or the diet to become just something burdensome. So how is it your father just said, okay, then let me just allow Ruthann to make that decision. Or is it that you just did it regardless of how he reacted? Luckily for me, I wasn't alone. There was ah, my mom okay. and other siblings. Okay. But I think once I showed up, 
people were happy to just cast that that burden on to me like oh yeah <laughs> you, you're here now it's your turn <laughs> we've had to parenting for a while so it's now your turn so did you have a difficult conversation so to speak or is it just over time he just realized I that think, i think i think i had to learn how to communicate with okay. my father okay. i had to figure out how to get him to respond the way i wanted to because he's very headstrong mm -hmm. so just telling him do this do that does not work mm -hmm. even if he's the one wrong and he knows it so it's a situation of just sitting down even when he's killing me like i just want fighting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i i'm I don't believe in violence, guys. It's not yet, sir. Doesn't mean it don't feel like it sometimes. Right, right, um, right. It's a situation where I had to sit down and like, P, you have to realize that we're, we're saying all these things, we're doing all these things because we love you. And we want to make sure that you're okay. And you can live long enough to see us achieve certain things. You can see us do certain things. Mm -hmm. um, and then he started understanding. And I just had a whole conversation about it. What was the emotional, what should I say, piece to that? So it's all well you know that this needs to happen, but for you, what did that do to you emotionally? I did not grow up with my father. Okay. And we okay. had a very rocky start to our relationship. Mm -hmm. And so he re-entered my life when I was 16, finishing up high school. Mm -hmm. And the relationship has grown Partly because of mommy, because mommy was always like, don't hate your father, even if he's not there, if he doesn't right, show up, right. he's your dad after all. Right. And so even during that time there, because it's the longest time I've ever spent in his presence, like we've lived together for that amount of time. Mm -hmm. And even that had a little learning curve. And there were different times and different emotions that came about. But sitting there and talking to him, it kind of made me wish that I had him there when I was younger too. To sit mm. and have these conversations. Okay. Okay. Because okay. we're so alike. So different, but so alike. alike. And and because we're so alike in some headstrong way, mm -hmm. that's the hard part. That's the difficult okay. part. Because okay. he's doing things and he wants to have the last word and by God I will, mm -hmm. sir. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it becomes difficult. But just having the conversation and taking emotions away some of the time okay. is what helps. I think for me though, there there was a point where there were no caregivers around, and I actually had to, you know, give my mom a bath. That was one of the most difficult things for me ever. And I realized that as strong as I am, it took a toll on me emotionally. And I told myself I will never do that again because I knew that I just could not manage. So... And so because of that, I entered that there were always other persons to do that. Now, that to me was probably the most difficult for me. Any other aspects that for you has been, you know, somewhat hard? What else has been hard for you okay, before gonna, we get to I'm, the good? I'm going to go to my mom, but quickly okay. wrap with my dad. Okay. Because for, for a while, he wasn't able to walk very well by himself mm -hmm. and even to motivate him and mm -hmm. you know reminding that sometimes it's in your head mm -hmm. it was so hard because you remember being a child yourself and not knowing how to walk and somebody was there right. teaching you right and right. now here i am with my father and most times we'd be home alone trying to encourage him to get up even though it's painful mm -hmm. to walk mm -hmm. and just to celebrate mm -hmm. the wins like when mm -hmm. he finally mm -hmm. went up mm -hmm. the stairs and it was just listen 
I, I just felt so proud, like, you've done this, you've accomplished this. Look at him pee, and the first time he walked around a little without his walker. And I realized that, like myself, he works well when, you know, it's positive reinforcement. Like, yes. you got this, look at you. I'm so proud of you instead nice. of, oh my God, you're not doing your best. Nice, so nice, So that nice. works for him, mm -hmm. and, yeah. My mom, on the other hand, no. I didn't even realize that my mom was so stubborn. Mm, okay. I'm the only child for my mom. My father has other kids. Mm -hmm. And I moved away from home when I was 19. So we have not lived in the same space for a long period mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. But then my mom, she was the one who took care of my grandaunt who lived there with her. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, she passed. So I went to take care and stay with my mom. And there were several times when we bought head. One of the things I've always loved about my mom, though, is that even when I was a child, mm -hmm. she didn't have a problem apologizing to me if she was wrong. And nice. So that's good. Nice. And we try not to talk too much when, I'm ups when, when we're upset. But we've had some rough moments when she, she just was so close to a situation that was hurting her. She could not hear me. Mm. You know? And I'm saying, Mom, when you do these things, they don't just affect you. It will then I mean, I a paycheck and it's not a complaint. I find mm -hmm. it a pleasure. It's an Good. honor to know that Good. I can take care of my mom. Good. But you have to bear that in mind, that when you are doing too much and physically you're not doing well, emotionally you're not doing well, that affects me. And then when I try to share that with her, and sometimes I just get upset. Like, I don't raise my voice when I'm upset, you know. But you will know that, listen, mm -hmm. the silence, mm -hmm. the words <laughs> that I'll say, you know. And, and she's like, you know, I'm being inhumane. I'm being... The, and I'm like, mommy, listen to me. We've had this conversation mm -hmm. several mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And you're not listening. Like, step away from it. To the point... Mm -hmm. I, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm not, I'm not. No, man, that's fine. So that's fine. There was this one particular thing that she was doing, and I'm like, Mom, this is the solution to it. She wasn't listening because Mom wanted to do what Mom wanted to do, even though it wasn't helping anyone. Um, the situation shifted, and so I had to give her a tough love. I'm like, these are the consequences, and I'm not going to help. You chose this. I was giving you a way out. You chose this. You've been stubborn, so you're going to deal with it. She complained, I'm not help her and her hand hurt her and stuff. And I'm like, that was your choice. And it's mm. hard to look at somebody you love hurting, but you have to say, this is your choice until they can realize that, hey, I have to make the better decisions. Don't just make bad yeah. decisions and expect me to pick mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. um, whatever rubble you're left in. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't You can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappi's organic juices and punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat it. Berry bomb. Get fresh. Ton up. And island splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappies Organics or call or send a WhatsApp message at 1-876-779-8910 to order today. That's 1-876-779-8910. Zappies Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. 
for all your events such as educational forums, workshops, book launches, weddings and more, contact Noreen Daly, the ultimate MC and event host. Visit NoreenDaily.com or follow her on Instagram at NoreenDailyJam. Noreen Daily, creating long-lasting memories. Does your business lack branding having difficulty realizing your vision? Look no further. Splinth Brand Design Consultancy specializes in developing personal and business brands. Services include strategic management, website creation, social media branding, and more. Visit them online at www.wearesplint.com. Splint, the branch you need to succeed. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now is making it last. Somebody's going to listen and watch this and saying it's obvious though, because you started out saying that you had a rocky relationship with your father, but it evolved into something else, transitioned into something else, and you and your mom have always had a decent relationship. So now with that shifting, it's probably not that hard to navigate. So for somebody who's saying, I continue to have, or I've always had a rocky relationship with either parent, what would you then say to them in terms of when that shift comes? Because at some point, that shift happens. Whether by choice or by circumstance, whether it is that they get sick or something, what would be your advice to somebody who's saying, I'm probably not quite where you are yet, ladies, in terms of that connection with either parent? What would you say to that? Take your time. Ah. Listen, where's the camera? I need to look for it. <laughs> Take your time. This is a marathon, not a sprint. There are days you're going to wake up and you're like, do I even care about these people? Mm -hmm. You do, but you're mm -hmm. just frustrated. Mm -hmm. But give yourself that time, you know? Give yourself that time. Mm -hmm. Be okay with that. Because even with my father, about the rocky relationship, I remember when he came back into my life and I was allowing him to be in my life. Mm -hmm. But it was from the standpoint where... You should just show up. You should do things for me. You should just mm -hmm. do whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wasn't giving in the relationship. So we expect a lot of things from our parents now that we are, uh, you know, the roles have shifted. But we need to step aside and realize that, hey, we're having an impact. The role has shifted. If you were to go back in time and be that child, mm -hmm. would you want your mother, your father to Love parent that. you that Love way? That. And Love if that. not... And trust me, that's something I have to grapple with because I didn't realize that I was yes, so impatient. Yes, yes. So like, Which is a nice transition into one of the things that I wanted to make sure we highlight is the whole idea that with that shifting, you have to be patient. Yeah. You have to be patient. I remember when I realized my mom is one of the, per well, she is the person who I think that's why I love traveling so much. And I remember back in the day when we'd go in the mall, we can't keep up with Mummy Ruthann. And I remember it got to the point now when she was starting to show her age and she was walking, you know, slower, even like we're here and at home. And it took me a while to make that transition. So that's one of the things that we really have to really step back and exercise some level of patience. So as we transition now to some of the good days, what then would you say are some of the good days for you with this shifting of the rules now that has happened? You know... I've always loved the fact that I don't have any dependents. It sounds really <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm being honest. It's fine. But there are days when just knowing that someone, 
someone eating, someone's happiness, someone moving from this point to the next depends on me. It forces me to even be a better version of me time. And if, that's why I'm saying it's preparing me for my actual kids, you know? <laughs> no, honestly, because sometimes when I look at mommy and her mm -hmm. needs, which mm -hmm. I have to plug here, that my mom, one of my biggest dreams for her, and she's wanted it as well, because one of the things I've realized that I had to do was to step back and not just project my dreams and hopes on my parents. Nice. Like, I want them to do this. I want them to behave this way. But they're who they are. And they're not doing those things. And I'm stressed out over it. And they're not going to change. Crazy. Yes. But she's always wanted to go to school. She had one. She was very young at 16. And so she's starting pre-university. Well, she has started at MCU. And even that nice. is a challenge. Nice. Because sometimes nice. I hear little negative self-talks. And nice. it just upset me, you know? And I'm like, you can't talk to yourself like that. And she's like, no, but you know these things. And I'm like, mommy, everybody mm. starts out not knowing you've got this. Because I know that my mom is one of the brightest and smartest persons. I know. But she has to believe that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes mm -hmm. it gets frustrating mm -hmm. trying to get her to see the version of herself or see the true essence of who she is from my perspective. I think for me, that I'm going to share one, one good thing for me. You know, with, with old people, they are stuck and what they're going to eat what they want to eat. And if you try to introduce new things, it's a challenge. I remember over up here just to say to mommy, try something new now. You go to the States and she want to eat the same food. I'm like, try something new. I remember when she was getting, well, in her last couple of years, I remember knowing again, mommy to ask her pizza. And I'm going, pizza? You? And I'd, that, to me, was one of the biggest things for me to just go and get the pizza. For her, take her out for her to get it. So some of these simple pleasures of life. Yeah. Simple pleasures of life. And that is why, for me, now that she is no longer here, I don't live with regrets because I knew that I tried to give her the best of what she could in her declining years. As we're wrapping up, Ruth, and we've both said a lot, but if somebody is somewhat <laughs> still just saying, boy, ladies, y'all, all of that sounds good. Really sounds good, but I just don't know if, if, if what you said has really, you know, resonated with me. What would be the one thing that you don't say? You know, I've said a lot, but this, if you get nothing else, this is what I want you to get. The one thing I'd say that you definitely should take from this is you're not perfect. Your parents aren't perfect. There's this song that I learned on Instagram. The older I get, the more that I see. My parents mm. aren't heroes. They're just like me. It just hasn't hit me yet. So that's what we need to take from it. Your parents aren't perfect. You aren't perfect. Take time with yourself. Take time with your parents and ensure that you're patient and give them space to grow and be themselves the same way you needed space when you were a child. I am not about to add anything else. Thank you, Ruthann, for this conversation. This was Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. Husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life.